Are you an aspiring restaurateur ready to catapult your bistro into a global phenomenon? Join me as I unravel stories from inspirational entrepreneurs, gain insider secrets from successful business tycoons and passionate connoisseurs themselves. This is Angela Sudi and you are listening to Elite Mastery. Listen to new episodes released every week exclusively on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Enjoy the show. Good morning and welcome to today's podcast. My name is Angela Sudi, I'll be your host and this is Elite Mastery. And today I am very happy to finally get on the podcast um, a good friend of mine, Maximilian Scheibel. Yes. Pronounce that right? Hello. Um, we have been trying to pin Max down for a number of weeks now to come and talk to us, but he's so busy uh, manning you know, four different locations that he's just not had the time. So first of all, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for really having me. Really excited to have you on the show. Thank you. And I know that Max is going to share you know, lots of information um, and, and informative content with us today. So Max, um, you're originally from Munich. You were born in Munich. Yes, exactly. Um, but you were raised in, in Berlin. Yeah, East uh, Berlin. In East Berlin, sorry. Super important. And you came, you came to Dubai 2016, is that correct? Yes. Okay, so I'd love you just to share you know, your story. How does a, you know, an East Berlin guy <laughs> suddenly end up here in, in Dubai? I think you came here for, I think in your bio you said, I came here for one or two years, yeah. five years later. The classic, like classic everybody. Classic story, still here. Everybody. So how did that journey happen? Um, so I worked in the hospitality in the bar scene in Berlin um, for quite some time, I think since 2012. No, that's when I finished my apprenticeship. And um, I did only like bars and, and nightlife and, and these kind of concepts. And um, yeah, it was, it is, it is for a fact, it's very unhealthy for you, especially in the winter times, you hardly see any sun. Um, and at the time I met this person um, where I had a relationship with her and she was also fed up um, of Berlin. It's just, Berlin gives everybody everything, like, and if you don't do it right, yeah, it could be like a little bit toxic and too much. Mm. And so we were both fed up. She got a really big job offer from Al Futahim at the time. Um, that was still back in 2015, I guess. And it took a lot of preparation for us to come to Dubai. And uh, she asked me just like, do you want to go with me? And I said like, yeah, screw it, let's go. <laughs> and um, yeah, so she, she had um, such a big job that I necessarily didn't look for a job so, so much. And I thought also to myself like, I mean, like a waiter job couldn't be so hard. Uh, just go for it, and then we find something. And we arrived in Dubai in April 2016, and I only got a job six months later oh. in October. Yeah, so I was like a full-time nanny. Oh. I took <laughs> care of her daughter. Yeah, it was. I mean, like at the at the beginning, it was like um, okay, we need that. We need someone at home. Mm. Yeah. We didn't want it to go for a nanny at all because that's this not our like this in Germany you hardly have someone who has a nanny it's such a luxury thing same same in the UK you yeah raise right. your kids, yeah, yeah though in Portugal for example I heard it's quite common but but we were like no we don't have a nanny we don't have someone in our house and, and mm. forget that so we were quite happy that I was there and but after after quite some time I was just like I I need something and it wasn't that I didn't look for something 
but reality hit hard in Dubai for me because I was, I'm, I mean, in Berlin, I did manager jobs, um, but my last job was just like a normal bartender, like just do your job serving. And I had someone like over me, like, like just a normal thing. And so I thought to myself, okay, Dubai, I don't know the language so much, like English, like my English was like very German and you know, <laughs> um, so I had some problems to kind of realize that as a waiter, I will not get a lot, mm. you know? And so I applied, I applied, I applied to someone who told me like, dude, you just applied for my job. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, like you're overqualified. You should look for, for a manager position. And I was like, okay. And then through a friend of a friend of a friend, I got a position at Organic mm. where I am still until today, like five years ago and still counting the days. And I love it. It's the greatest job. And now you are managing, so you're the head of the cafe department for Organic Cafe and Supermarket. Exactly. Um, and you know how much I love Organic Cafe because you see me there pretty much every, every day. day. <laughs> That's my go-to place for lunch. I love no. the ethos, the place, the food. Um, so now you manage the cafes. Yeah. Four cafes now at the moment, used to be five. It used to be five. I started there with one cafe and I started there as a manager. There was a second cafe in the green, which is still existing, but I wasn't managing it. And there was a manager over there and I did my stuff. I, honestly, I had to prove myself. It was not just like, yeah, go and, and we trust you. So that was a big, big journey. And um, it was not easy at all. Like, I had to learn so much, like, like stuff that, uh, I didn't thought about at the beginning, like like all this communication and these different nationalities and Dubai laws, work laws, policies, and don't do that here and and yes, do that here. You know, like it's it's very different if you just jump into. Mm. So I understand also uh, if someone is hiring and say like, do you have any Dubai experience? This is a big like uh, a big selling point because. Uh, I adapt, I think, like now with the experience I see like, oh my God, like I did a lot of stuff where I thought like I, I couldn't do that, but I adapt a lot, but people who don't adapt easily are gonna have a hard time. And so after that, after after a year, like a year, then the other manager of the Greens um, stepped away, I took over that. Then we reopened in Abu Dhabi, so I had three cafes. We opened another branch on the Palm. Um, and then the last project was a year ago, and that was like, it's like a, a good one, an intense one. We opened a cafe with two floors, very big. We did different stuff. We tried to hire different people with different um, background. And we learned some lessons. We did a lot of things right. Um, some mistakes are done, but also that's, that's you have to learn through your mistakes, yeah. So Amazing. Four cafes. So you've really had a you know a big journey from beginning to now, and the growth I think because Organic Cafe has gone through such transition in such a short space of time. You know, you've been with them for five years, and they've expanded, they've closed, they've expanded. Yeah. So let's talk about because I love the ethos of Organic Cafe. I the first one that I went to was the one at the Greens. We were living in um, Emirates Golf Villas, and I used to walk in the heat because I couldn't be bothered driving all the way around. I used yeah. to walk and then visit and then walk back again. And we'd go there for breakfast in the morning, and I used to buy all my things there because back then it was almost impossible to find organic food. It was yeah, really, when was really that? difficult. When was that? That would have been um, 2013. 
Okay. Oof. Oh, yeah. Well, so yeah. a long time back. And it was almost impossible to find, you know, good quality. If you could find organic food, it was generally, you know, soggy or it was a little, it was yeah. going off. It just wasn't good quality. So that was my go-to place and still is. Um, so let's talk about the story of, you know, Organic Cafe. How did, how did it originate? Who's the founder? What was, you know, his sort of uh, mindset when he opened this this brand? Yeah, so what you said is just like correct. There, there, there wasn't any organic and... Um, uh, like, please, Mr. Niels, uh, don't uh, kill me if I tell it wrong. <laughs> but um, just en gros, it was like that. He got sick um, and uh, visited some 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 doctors, and they said basically to him, "You got to change your diet. You have too much toxins in your body, and uh, you got to eat organic." Yeah, and he was he's in Dubai based since ever like he's German as well um, but lived most of his time in Dubai and he was like okay good then let's eat organic but there is no organic mm. yeah and uh, as a businessman as he is um, he said let's do it let's do it and he told me people were laughing at him people were like, like what is that like what is this organic you know mm. and I think also um, no offense but back in the days I think like also the Emiratis were not prepared for it, but that was not his target audience at all, which has changed as well. Like for example, yeah, we have like a branch in Murdov where we do not have a cafe, but in Murdov there are only like either Emiratis or, or, or Arabs, or like like people who are really like the Emiratis waking up and they are like 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 ah okay, mm-hmm. organic food this is the the way to go. So back in the days, I mean, we're speaking about 15 years, which is like. In Dubai time, in eternity, (laughs) uh, in Europe time, maybe just like, yeah, cute. (laughs) Um, But it was like, uh, there was no competition, which has changed. And and, uh, like like Carrefour has a a big uh, range, Spinney's, yeah, Let's Organic and and all these kind of... It must have also been, not that there were no competition, it must have been quite difficult back then to actually source products. Because he wouldn't have been growing them here, I guess. He would have had to have gone outside of the region to find... Yeah. You know, like, I mean, you can see that we go more and more local, especially in our fruit and veg. There you see, like, like uh, um, local products more and more, which used to be only cucumbers, rocket salad, and so on. Um, still, we try to not get anything like 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 so far away like mm. not more than uh, five to seven uh, f- flight hours yeah okay. away it's not so easy but still if you go through our supermarket you see a lot of um, products from Germany from Poland yes. Europe Spain etc um, because yeah it's 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 hard to get and then we, we 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 meet a lot of people who say like yeah but it's, it's from india it's organic and we're like yeah but but where's it written <laughs> like mm. just because you say it's organic and people are like like why should we put something on our crops you know but the thing is you need to have an like a certificate a certificate or evidence. and do you do that due diligence do you do the background checks from the farms from yeah. the manufacturers to see yes. you know how they grow and how they yes. you do all of that uh, i mean we check first for the certifi- certification uh-huh. yeah ecocert or something like that and um yeah this is our first question if we work with someone together yeah. and are you finding max that 
you know, we, we look at sort of five, ten years ago, it was very difficult to find organic products here. Are you finding that there are more organic farms opening in this region, the UAE, the, yes. in this area? Yes, yes. You see that also we had recently a promotion on a local produce only. And, I mean, I'm not dealing that much uh, with the whole uh, background of mm. purchasing fruit and vegetables. I'm just like, I'm, I'm taking them <laughs> for my cafes. But, um, I mean, I see it through the eyes of the customer and I see like, oh, there's so much going on, you know new stuff which we hadn't and that leads in my opinion only to the conclusion that there's a bigger demand True. more people are sick mm. yeah like the yeah yeah and also i think i mean we see it here you know in our own company where you know potential clients that would come and say oh we want to open a healthy concept or an organic concept was very rare now you know even restaurants that are up and running with their own menus they're coming and saying look we want some healthy options we want some organic options we want plant-based because i think post-covid everybody's become super healthy or oh, healthy yeah. conscious yes have you seen the same absolutely absolutely and i don't want to say that uh, make a good situation out of a bad one or something like, I mean, that's actually good, but I mean, like, don't take an opportunity or something like that. But we, um, there's only one item, for example, the healthy shot. It's like a ginger turmeric oh, shot. I've had Everybody that. It's very, you very take strong. them, right? Yes, I do. And it's like, it. It, it's crazy how many mm. we, we sell, you know? Since COVID. Yeah. Wow. And even we, internal, for our staffs, we were like, come around, take your shot, you know, and, and, and gave everybody the dose of vitamins. People, people, started to transitioning to more healthy healthy and i mean if you see in the news all the time people getting sick immune system uh, take care yada 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 and and people are like like getting afraid i wouldn't is the wrong word but concerned maybe and and more health aware so of course and people are seeking for these green brands with the green logo mm. and the the sprouts on their menu and the superfoods and 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 all these these kind of things so yeah. yes, yes yes i went to um I, I went to do some market research at some of the you know the sort of fast food places and it was interesting what they were saying that now you know consumers are demanding you know plant-based burgers or plant-based yeah. meatballs or you know alternative meats so you see this whole shift of you know consumer trends whether it's a trend or whether it's here to stay i guess time will tell but we we see a big shift you know in what people are wanting i mean and burger king has this uh, plant-based burger, right? Is like what mm. is Beyond Meat? Beyond Meat. That was crazy for me because, like, for me, Burger King is like the how 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 is this possible that Burger King has a plant-based burger? It's because of the demand. Like people are like, they have to, they have to adapt. And there was also there was a thing, which happened pretty early in my pretty early days in um, in organic, was people were coming to the cafe and they said like. Uh, you have no vegetarian or vegan options and that was true mm -hmm. at back in the days the thing is people think about organic and they think plant-based which is not necessarily no, true, true because like you see we have a big range of meat and and, yes. and organic meat or, or free from uh, 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 anti antibiotics it's a big thing for organic but still people think like how come you have no 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 vegan options so it, it piled up until a, to a point where I said, like, we got to do something big, vegan thingies, yeah? <laughs> and so I came up with a vegan brunch. There was, like, 
like something new and everybody was like are you sure and i remember like i like like a lot of people internally like said to me like questions never gonna work never gonna work so i got the the option (laughs) i I hope i don't get any trouble for telling the story (laughs) but um they told me okay do it in a quiet time because like it's not gonna not gonna work so well so we did it in midsummer you know when you can drop a needle and you hear it like where nothing is happening so i what i did is like i spoke to each and individual like all our customers who where i was aware like you are vegan you're like a full freak and (laughs) a good vegan freak and I said, like, make this thing happen, make it, make it, blow it up in your communities. I know you have these Facebook groups, and they did. And in like July or or something like that, like a horrible month for the hospitality, I did this vegan brunch, and it was like we had a queue, like until like you know where the the butchery starts, like when you, wow. yeah, it was crazy, and and we couldn't we couldn't really believe it. I was so happy. That's amazing. And that was like more than three years ago. We still have the vegan brunch. We still have it and we can't say no to it because people are like, like, okay, it's the last month of the, of the, it's the last weekend of the month. It's vegan. Let's go there. That's really, and that's pre-COVID. So that's even before, you know, this whole health conscious kick. So I'm sure now. And that was also to a time, like if you're hard, a hard Dubai uh, expert since 13 years, please don't get me wrong, but I think <laughs> like three years ago, it was also not so easy to have like these vegan events. No. Meanwhile, you have now like like uh, restaurants like Soul Green or something like that. They do amazing stuff, only vegan. You have mm-hmm. Little Earth and uh, yeah, that's free publicity I do for you. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah you I have all these these things. It's there. nice to try because people associate, they have this preconception that vegan food is bland. Vegan food has no flavor. And there's a plant-based restaurant in Miami, um, Planter, that's doing, have you heard of Planter? They're doing no. amazing. I mean, they're fully booked. You can't get reservations. And it's a full vegan menu. They do sushi. They do mm. everything. Um, you know, and it seems that if you delve in, I think that it does require a little bit more preparation, vegan food, because you do have to use a little bit more ingredients to make it tasty. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm all about plants. I love, you know, fresh food. So for me, I think, you know, it's a no brainer. However, what I will say is that I tried to cheat my kids with macaroni and cheese and I bought some vegan cheese and it was the worst disgusting cheese we've ever tasted yes and they couldn't even eat it so I don't know I think there's still a little bit of you know way to go yeah. um, we, we have a similar item on uh, in our stores it's like the cauliflower fries oh. and we advertise it with your kids won't even notice it yeah okay. I tried it it's not the real deal but it's, it's still good though but yeah especially I have a problem with these vegan cheeses yeah, mm. and and to be honest, no offense, but I have a problem with this Beyond Meat burger. I tried it, so delicious, suspiciously delicious. Like, mm-hmm. and I heard people saying like, if you look into it, just like these vegetable oils and stuff like that, which can't be good on the long term. So yeah, I agree. I think anything processed will have its you know downside as well as yeah. But then I'm sitting on my high horse and having a burger every now and then. And I'm like, yeah. Um, Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure it's an organic burger, right? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> now let's talk about, um, you know, looking at, we talked about meats being organic and non-organic. 
Um, you know, we know now that you know these huge farms that they're mass producing, mass farming. They're pumping these hormones and or get you know antibiotics into these animals. What, in your opinion, you know, what sort of long-term effect could that potentially have on somebody's health if they're not balancing it with? Uh, we, I, I can tell you a story about myself, which I th think it's pretty weird. Which um, I was born with uh, eczema, neurodermitis. Yeah, okay. I, you can't see it right now, but you can. Like, if you feel over it, it's like so. Like, I, like I literally like when I was 18, I couldn't leave my bed. Sometimes it was so crazy. Wow. So um, someone told me you have to cut out all the meat. Yeah, for some reason. So I did that, and and I lived vegetarian um, for like a, a year. For like a year, I lived vegetarian, but it didn't really work that well. It uh, like actually it became worse. Okay. Yeah, over the time. And I was like, I had this girlfriend, and she like convinced me to, so I stick to it. <laughs> the classic. Make her happy. <laughs> yeah, but but I really wanted to to figure out what what's wrong with me and how can I. Can I can I change that? And so it became worse and worse and worse. Even though I was vegetarian and I listened to all these healthy people, and and then I stopped it at one time. And I went back to meat, to salami and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I saw in within a week a change of my body, how it became like better, like my skin became better. Okay. And I was like, I couldn't figure out why is that so. And my suspicion is that. I was so pumped up full of like these this antibiotics and what you put into your meat. When I removed that to my body, my body was like, uh, something is not right, you know, and I had like a, like, like kind of a stress situation. Mm -hmm. When I put it back to me, my body was like, oh yeah, everything is fine. So I think like on a long term, it's, it's hard to say for me, I'm not a, like a health expert, but, but, but I, I say like it, it, it changed our bodies. Mm. And it changes so slowly that that we might see it in a in a different generation or but but yeah it can't be good for us uh, what 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 what's what's happening I, I I don't want to to say something wrong here but mm. uh, mm -hmm. can't be good so are you are you careful now with what you eat Do yes you, okay yes especially eggs especially like I I kind of cut out completely like milk not mm. dairy but milk. Yeah. And because there's so much good alternatives, oat and, and stuff like that. With fruit and vegetables, I follow this clean 15 and dirty dozen rule. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know that. Of course. Yeah, like yeah, but the, I please explain it because there are people. Yeah, so basically you have like, like, like the dirty dozen is like the, the, the dozen of fruits you can eat safely, which is like everything which has like a thick skin, like a mango or avocado or banana. Um, because you say like basically the part you eat from the fruit or the vegetable um, is not so much like exposed to mm. to pesticides. Meanwhile, everything where you have it, like a thin skin, berries, strawberries, potatoes, uh, onions, whatsoever, you should go for organic because you basically if it's if it's exposed to to pesticides directly, it goes You're into your body. You're eating the skin, so yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like like where I. Where I draw the line is eggs, and, and or not where I draw the line, but where I also like where I'm careful, and which is very hurtful because you have like these like two dirham eggs compared to a twenty yeah. dirham box for the same amount, yeah. yeah. But you mm -hmm. say like hey, no, be, be, be uh, conscious here. 
Can you taste the difference now? If we would you know the difference between an organic No, egg and but an let's stay with eggs. You see the difference. Uh -huh. You see like and I mean like it's it's common knowledge like that they put like some if you feed your 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 chicken corn not even the the, the skin or the, the meat itself gets yes. yellow also the egg gets yellow and so that's what they do mm -hmm. and so if it's if the egg looks too good like I'm like mm. be suspicious, <laughs> be suspicious. <laughs> if it looks too good it normally is <laughs> yeah. something's wrong but then also my brain tricks me a lot into stuff like if I think it's unhealthy. I like avoid it. Like I just need two opinions, and someone tells me like, you know what, uh, tap water is not good for you, which mm. is like maybe true. Then oh, and, and then then ten people, ten doctors in a white suit can come to me and like like no no no, it's perfectly fine. There's actually something good for you. And I'm like mm, let's rethink <laughs> that, you know. Like it's weird. Like my brain tricks me. I think already like non-organic eggs are not good for you so I, I i i can't really enjoy a non-organic egg yeah i'm the same actually i don't think i've eaten a non-organic egg for years but yeah. then i think also you know when you, because i got into the whole organic thing when i had my first child before that i was quite conscious of health and i ate healthy but i didn't really understand you know the difference between organic and non-organic and pesticides and then when i had him and then i was feeding another human being and he was only eating what i was giving him that was a huge like catalyst for me to then start thinking okay what i'm actually feeding him yeah. and that's why i got on this whole sort of healthy eating and organic this, this is actually like also i see a lot of like our audience is like either like health freaks yoga yada yada but also mums hmm. Especially like if you, I think like when you're a mom and now you have like the whole gang you have to feed, like then uh -huh. something switches. Yeah. Meanwhile, like the 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 dads are like, oh my god, like thank you. <laughs> yeah, taking care. And of then it. people who are sick actually, and then they realize like, oh, they had cancer or something horrible, and then they 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 start to shifting, and 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 and, and ask themselves why, why, how could that happen? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And the foods are huge. I went to, um, a few years ago, I went to Kerala in India and I did this Ayurvedic course. It was amazing. And um, I, I like a cold breakfast, like a smoothie or, you know, something fruity. And they don't eat so many fruits there. So a pineapple was the only fruit really that they ate. They don't have so many not fruits? Not so many. It's not a big part of their diet. <clears throat> they eat lots of, um, their sort of philosophy is that you should eat warm semi-cooked food because it's easy for the digestive system and it prevents like gases and things so i was having the first three days i was having dal for breakfast <laughs> and i couldn't eat it because i was so used to having a smooth i was craving smoothies yeah. and then by day four it was i mean and my stomach was flat i felt healthy i had so much energy and it was all this sort of ethos about eating and that was very organic you know they grow their own food yeah. you know farm to table um, but I felt, and I think I eat quite healthy, but I eat lots of raw salad, lots of smoothies. And when I did this sort of, you know, semi-cooked, um, curried, lots of spices, but not spicy, but herbs, you know, mm. for the digestive system, I felt amazing. I had so much more energy and then I came back and then, you know, I, <laughs> but it's preparation, you know, it's time. Yeah. You have to take the time to, you know, to make Aren't the Aren't they in Kerala, like also pretty vegetarian? All vegetarian. All vegetarian. Yeah, they drink cow's milk, but it's got to be from, they call it from a happy cow. So the yeah. happy cow has to be in the field, eating yeah. grass, you know, roaming around free. They don't use anything that's been, you know, sort of man-made or Keller is on my bucket list big time. 
It's a beautiful And also, place. like, like having dal for breakfast, I mean, like, just for non-Dubai listeners or non-Indian listeners, dal is uh, lentils, right? Right. Having that for breakfast, that was the first time here in Dubai. And, like, also, like, all this, this Indian cuisine, I only had, like, like I got, got into it here. I'm loving it. Yeah, same. It's so flavorful. Biryani is one of my <laughs> favorites. Yeah. <laughs> And who could you you have quite an extensive menu at the organic cafe yeah although i wouldn't think so because i have the same thing every single time i come i have the chopped salad every day pretty much every day um, you know we have different i know i know menu. you do but i just love that particular yeah. salad and my husband has the same thing he has the chia salmon extra sauce everything was so predictable um but you do have a very very vast menu yeah almost, you know almost. how do you manage that on a day-to-day -day basis with stock and supplies um yeah so um, it's already like it's it's pretty common to say yeah sorry that's not available still we manage to have everything somehow by by organization yeah but sometimes like if you run out of something and you you mismanaged or you managed poorly you have to wait three months like we had the, the pro we have sushi rice uh -huh. we, so just like to a little insight we do burgers salads we do sushi pizza um oh, we, pizzas big how pizzas, big are your pizzas jumbo pizzas it's like Uh, 68 centimeters, 68 which is like, like do we get that on the camera? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we do a lot and it's tough. It's tough because if you pass by and if you try everything like, oh, sushi is amazing. Like, mm. it's not just like some 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 put together sushi. It's good sushi and then everything organic. Our pizza is delicious. Yeah. I wouldn't say that just because is. I get paid to say that. Um, I say that also because it's really my opinion. We have an amazing executive chef who knows a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. And each and every menu, uh, every recipe on the menu is like created by him. Um, yeah, and then we have a good, good um, start line with like all these basically what we do and this is pretty I never worked in a restaurant like this is you have your warehouse attached to your cafe <laughs> you know and if uh -huh. you, you you get like inspired through a lot of things and and uh, we have like all these I'm very curious I walk around through the store if there's something new I'm, I'm, I look at it I open it I, I try something out kale powder acai acai I, I just like like yeah. like found uh, found out about it like when this big acai wave hit us mm -hmm. um, now it's everywhere but also they are uh, testing it out and I think like uh, we have so much we have to do so much because there is so much to offer mm. and 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 so we have to constantly to to add something um, a little example when COVID hit the world when the pandemic was on what we did is we kind of shrinked our team to like like to the, the smallest amount because also our sales were so little mm -hmm. because we had no seatings and stuff like that but then at the same time we had also to shrink our menu like our a la carte menu because you can't do so much like everything is like related to manpower yeah True. mise en place takes time you have to cut it in the morning yeah but you have only two people yeah so we had to shrink it and and over the time like within like three weeks we added another three dishes <laughs> and then another three and then we're like what are we doing we're like yeah but we have to you know because like then out of the sudden you have a new 
item which is konjak. Yeah, konjak is like these 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 shiritake noodles which have basically no calories. So we had that new from our own brand organic lada. So we had to put it on the menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So another item. Then we have too much fennel or something like that. Like I say, like like I'm really not like I say that to my co- customers constantly. We are kind of a recycling bin. Uh-huh. Like we we have we to. Produce, yeah. There's broccoli on the on the shelves. You can't use that anymore because it has a little brown spots, but it's perfectly fine for soup. So we take it, we make a soup out of it, and we sell it. Uh-huh. And that's that's good. That's also what we what we believe in. And. And so we have a lot of fennel. We have to make a fennel salad, another item, you know. And it goes on and on like that. So, yeah, we have we have we have fish. Obviously, we have to do sushi. We mm-hmm. have uh, we have a bakery. Obviously, we have to do bakery goods like like pizza. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, so there's a lot so it's of never things. Ending. And it's never ending. Yeah. But I guess the advantage for you is that if you do run out of supplies, you've got the supermarket right next door, so you can. You know, chefs can go across, get what they need, and bring it back to the kitchen. You're not yeah. having to order and wait for deliveries, and it's, it's right yeah, there. Yeah, so so this is the thing. Like our um, meanwhile, in other restaurants, you see after the service is over, you see the chef like standing on his list, like uh, uh, and ordering, and, yeah. and and need to be very, very, very uh, specific because you have one time delivery one once a day in the morning or in, in noon time, and if it's not there, it's not there. Halas, 86 the item. But we are like, mm, okay, let's take it, you know. So it's pretty good. It's advantages, and there's a huge range, you know, for because <clears throat> it's it's a relatively decent sized store, but from the outside it doesn't they don't look that that big, and then when you go inside it's like a TARDIS. It just goes all the way back. Yeah. And there's such a range of products. I was in there yesterday, as you know, because you saw me there, and um, I like the you have this stand at the back. I took a photograph actually, and I posted it on social media. And it's about refilling your plastic, yeah. detergents and yeah. liquids. So again, you know, I, I, I love the whole sort of, not that it's just organic, but you're also environmentally friendly as well. So how yes. can we reduce waste? How can we look after the environment? Yeah. And I just think that's amazing. Who came up with that concept? Oh, the, the mastermind himself, Mr. Neil Alakat. Um, but he is, uh, like, I mean, there's all these concepts, uh, Work, uh, like in Germany, you have a lot of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In Kreuzberg, Berlin, you have a store where it only works like that. Everything is in bulk bin containers, and you kind of mm-hmm. do that on your own. Very hipsterish. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is um, something plastic is a big enemy of ours. If you go through the shop and for example, for the cafe department or everything, what we produce here in house and we put it in like a takeaway container thing, mm-hmm. nothing is plastic. Everything is like PLA, which is like a plastic substitute made out of corn, which yes. is biodegradable if you if you compose it correctly. I have to say that, and it's also expensive because you have to 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 store it in a chiller because then it's it, like if you don't do that after 80 degrees or something, it starts to decompose. Start to de- decompose shrinks and all this kind of stuff. Um, so, so these kind of, of uh, um, promotions, like bring your own um, stuff, works pretty well with our customer. Also, we have like these nets uh, for mm-hmm. fruit and vegetable. You see a lot of people doing that. Um, we do, for example, we have these honey jars which you can close. Um, we tell the customer bring it back. We uh, give you five dirham back for your next purchase. We had these. Um, 
fruit and uh, no uh, jam jars, which we only use for our, our um, water glasses in the cafe. Yes, yes. Also, if you go into a cafe and you see like everything is like recycled or upcycled, our tables are all made from old pallets. The wall is made from old pallets. We have like these plants made from old scrap. So. The, to repurpose things <coughs> is very important mm -hmm. also with the thought behind to avoid plastic single-use plastic we used to have this um, these plastic water bottles which we only use for our customers like still water Emirates mm -hmm. water something like that and um, in the cafes all over the cafes we realized like oh my god like this is so much waste How much wastage, so yeah. what um, we came up with is like having a water filter system a uh -huh. good one yeah so we have like three different filters we run it through a, like a water like a, like an osmosis machine where you see the water looks pretty pretty nice actually mm -hmm. like kids are like oh what is it's that very you know? it is very impressive uh -huh. and then it goes through a kind of like a beer tab like like the adults also like oh what is this no it's only water sir then we carbonize it and there we have like these kind of like these bottles were similar to this one mm -hmm. and we have that in our store and we only sell them for 950 which is okay you get a first filling and our thought behind that is like bring your bottle back and then we refill it for only two dirham amazing so that's just to cut down and we had like these plastic bottles all over the place and i i thought to work like with some dog shelters there was this lady who uh built it like um ACs uh, 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 without AC. the with the, with these bottles like they put like ah, these, these, these yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. but she could only take so much you know and mm. then you, you donated like a thousand bottles and then next day you have a uh, another hundred so yeah so fight the plastic fight the plastic fight the plastic I think that again and we did um, a, a seminar the other day we were talking to a group of um, actually crypto specialists and they were saying that you know right now we're going through this whole transition where the youth are coming up and the youth are so well educated on environmental issues you know plastic waste that you know, the future is very bright yeah you know there's you know young young entrepreneur there was a young entrepreneur i think he was about 14 and he developed this system that you put into the sea and it basically you know gets rid of and cleans yeah. all the plastic yeah. from these plastic pockets in the ocean like 14, yeah, you know, they're thinking already of the, you know this sort of mindset. And I, I saw this guy on on, on another pod podcast, a famous podcast. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's 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 the one with the bald guy. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. And and he was there, and I was so blown away. Yeah. Like, and you have Greta Thunberg, like who's like you have these like uh, Friday Friday for Future or something like that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all over Europe. These are all like. 13 14 years old kids but honestly i would be concerned if they wouldn't be there because like if they don't wake up like 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 it's almost like too late you yeah. know like and, and and now you have like all these electric cars and tesla but is this the solution i'm not sure because like like also these batteries how to produce them like there's a lot of pollution in, in creating that so so we need we need these kids yeah mm. we need we need this these these kids and they and it's going to be a shame it's going to be like they will look at us and like like what have you done what did to you the do? planet We're now, yeah rectifying yeah you know, like the i mean like decades and decades of if you have like this nuclear wastage it's like it's like active for x amount of years yeah. only to like 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 
for two generations of electricity yeah. and then like what four thousand generations after that has to live with this wastage they think about how to make safe to tell them on the wastage to not open it because like yeah it's, it's because crazy. this generation will be gone who knows the the new languages and mm. stuff like that there's really like a science behind that like like how can we make safe that no one will open that I'm like, you think about that? It's, <laughs> it's a little bit late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah. No, but I think, you know, at least it's small steps, isn't it? And, you know, what you do, you, you have your impact in the UAE market. Yeah. You know, whether it's a big impact or a small impact, it's an impact. And, you know, looking at the future, what, what's next for Organic Cafe? You know, where, where do you, where does Neil see the brand growing? And what's his sort of, you know, brainchild for the future? I mean, expand, 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 like having more stores. I mean, the more stores you have, the more, uh, the brighter your your, your message mm -hmm. is. Um, more stores in the UAE, or you're looking at going in throughout the Middle in, East? In the Middle East, okay. all over. Um, that's what I think. Uh, and then, yeah, like, like look into it. It's a constant, uh, constant work, you know, like small, things yesterday I thought like we need to have like this I'm um, actually it's like actually a shame that we don't have it now it's like a go green button where you don't print out anything anymore yes, we go yeah. with an app where you actually get your receipt on your app um, stuff like that you know uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, encourage uh, like, like we do already like like we reuse these 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 boxes yes, you know yeah. like where actually stuff was inside have you ever noticed it's impossible in other stores to get like one of these boxes instead it's like i have a hard time i don't want to say names but very difficult when i go to mm -hmm -hmm. what 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 upsets me is that when i go to mm -hmm -hmm, <laughs> i still get a, one plastic bag and they put, and I, I don't use plastic, I take my own, you know, recycle bags, but, you know, if you do, I see them, you know, packing bags, and it's like three items for this plastic bag, two items for this, and I'm like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. where's education? We know by now that... It starts by their training. Someone told them chicken has to be, uh, can't be with the detergent or stuff like that. My biggest accomplishment this year was like I have like this uh, Insta shop store uh -huh. which is very close to me mm -hmm. and I'm only ordering from the same store because they're very fast and very friendly and they don't bring me a plastic bag anymore okay because I'm always standing at the door I'm like mm, <laughs> no take the plastic bag and now they don't even they bring that and I was like oh that's that's a, that's a good one yeah so, that's very because good. like it's also crazy how much plastic bags you have in your household yeah and you're already like someone who is not it's so plastic, plastic bag pro and then I'm mm. thinking like what are the other people doing like they must like like drown in in plastic yeah. bags Another store here in the UAE does something which I like is like bring your old plastic bags and then someone else can take them. It's like a container. Okay. You put them inside and you take them out. There is so much to do. Um, necessarily, I don't want to reveal the big uh, marketing plans <laughs> for the future. But yeah, there is also like in terms of um, alternative lightning, you know, we have already like a different gas in our in our uh, fridge in our refrigerating okay. system which is like better for the environment um um yeah there's a lot of things to do and i think like as as well as humanity has to come up with something and and and, and there's still something to figure out i think all these brands and all these green brands has to figure out something mm. yeah
straws straws there was this big like save the turtles and yes, when they yeah. pull out the straw out of the turtle mm. we didn't know what to do i had like i had such an issue with straws and then we got, went back and forth should we use reusable straws i calculated it i'm like it's impossible it doesn't yeah. like the amount of labor to clean that and then you have a little piece of pulp sticking Inside. on it because you like it, it, it's, it's not even worth it so we removed straws at all the amount of hate really like how how is this possible i'm like use your mouse like try yeah. it it's, you can we, do we, it we I never had stores you. you know when humanity started so we, we so i had to remove well. stuff like i'm also fair i had to remove an, uh, a milkshake because like how to do that you know yeah then i i bought spoons you know like if you have like uh now we have uh straws made out of pasta and apple pulp you know uh -huh. which are pretty nice because like they get soggy after an hour and then like you eat them they're kind of sweet it's nice but also expensive you know That's so, the thing. so it's like i'm very like you you sure you want a straw because like like you know it's almost um we lived in thailand for three years before we moved back to dubai and having the, the metal straws are very popular there, or the bamboo straws, and it's almost like an accessory. So because they did such a big campaign, you know, there, you know, you're surrounded by the ocean, and you see in the morning when you go to the beach, the garbage is on the beach. You don't see it here, but you know, when you go places like Far East, you see that. Yeah. So you become very conscious. You don't want your children playing in the ocean with plastic bags and you know flip flops going by. So it. it caught on very quickly and, and, and suddenly they did this whole campaign with these straws and you could have you know your branded straw with your yeah. little logo or your name on the straw and it became an accessory so you know you'd yeah. sit down for you know lunch or dinner you'd bring out your mobile phone you'd bring out your little straw packet <laughs> and everybody had them and suddenly you know after maybe this eight month campaign if you didn't have your own straw who are you? And you were like, you don't have your own straw? Do you belong straw? to society? <laughs> yeah. So it was quite nice to see that you know, these things can take hold and yeah. there is a you shift. You still have them? Uh, I have my own straws, <laughs> yes, they're metal. Well, I have them at home for the kids too because they have smoothies yeah. and I don't do straws. I mean, I have, uh, I got some like made out of bamboo with a nice little brush, yeah. you know. But they go funny inside though over time. If you, yeah. you can't dishwash them because they start to, the, the bamboo yeah. starts to break down. See, and this is the problem, like for something where you like, you have like like a hundred, two hundred drinks a day. Like, mm. how can you do that? You can't. You can't exactly. But then, like you say, you don't need a straw. In France, McDonald's France did something. They just removed it and they give you like a like a little, you know, like like for kids when you drink like uh -huh. out of this like like a sippy cup. A sippy cup. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they have that. Okay. Which, which is pretty interesting because France used to be, in the nineties, such a polluter of. Mm. Of, of everything and now they go so they have also this law of like don't um, a supermarket can't throw away the, the fruit and vegetables anymore like that oh, okay because I mean like every second tomato uh, uh, lands into the bin you didn't know that like mm. in Europe at least like every second tomato in the supermarket <laughs> thrown really? away wow, yeah I didn't know that yeah and so France said, like, you can't do that. Like, either you feed the homeless or mm, you feed farms or whatsoever. Or use it for compost or something, like yeah. put it back to the earth. Something. Repurpose it. Repurpose. So exciting times ahead. So we're looking for big expansions now with Organic Cafe. Yes. And what's in store for, for Max? What's in store for Max? Um, 
Yes, <laughs> I don't know. I had so such a growth in the past, like personally. Um, I don't know if there's more to go. <laughs> no, but um, I have I have a lot of projects, also private, um, which I want to to check out. For me, I think like I have still a couple of years in Dubai for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, which is funny because we started the podcast with like, um, actually I wanted to stay one or two years, but uh, -uh it's like already five years. Um, but yeah, uh, this country did so well during COVID and the pandemic mm. Mm, that I kind of rearranged myself, um, and, and, and kind of re-fell in love with, with Dubai, seriously. Wow, um, yeah. So, work-wise with organic, I really don't know. I'm happy that I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be so boring. And also, um, every time I make plans, like like nothing happens of that. Like something completely <laughs> different happens. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, tomorrow I wear green. No, it's blue. So <laughs> so I'm I'm, I'm kind of happy that uh, there's still like a question mark. Yeah. So watch this space. We'll yes. have you back on in two years and see where you are then and oh what's happening. Oh my happening. God. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. The, the beard will be longer. Let's see. <laughs> so for people out there then, Max, who, you know, they haven't been to Organic Cafe before, they haven't shot with Organic Cafe before, how do they find How do they find you? Do you have app? Do you have social media? Do you have delivery? Yes, we have um, a lot of things. You can order online if you're still afraid to uh, go out. You can order through organicfoodsandcafe.com you find us on Instagram Facebook um, we have um, eight stores here in the UAE oh, no sorry we have uh, seven one in Abu Dhabi uh, you find us on Shekside Road we have a big big store in Alcus one um, the signage couldn't be any bigger we have <laughs> one big store next to Global Village a nice one you have to look at this um, our cafe in Global Village or at Global Village um, has a nice play area for kids. It's, it's actually no amazing for it's, kids. It's a no-brainer. Mm. The, the, the dads eat, the kids play, the moms do shopping. Yes. Um, we have two floors, amazing food. Um, yeah, and we have a little bit of everything. Yeah, so it definitely, definitely for everyone. We deliver pizza all over Dubai. We deliver the jumbo pizzas. If you have a kid's party and you're overwhelmed, hey, just order it. You can pay online. It's organic pizza in the app stores or in, in on the Play Store for Google. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's amazing pizza and it comes with a smile, hopefully. No, the pizzas are amazing. Actually, all the food is amazing. Thank you. And I'm an advocate because, you know, I'm there every day, as you know. So, Mags, thank you so much. It's thank you for having me. It's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, things to come and where this exciting brand goes. And let's talk again in the near future and Absolutely. see what other exciting things you have. Thank Absolutely. you so much for joining us today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this show. To stay updated on the latest episodes, follow me on my social media pages at Angela Sudi Official. We look forward to seeing you on the next podcast.